0: The Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. I'm Dr. Millicent Ravello, and I am here on the very first podcast of 2021 with Dr. Jay Calvert.
1: Good to see you, Millicent. Always a pleasure. Happy to be here to start off the new year with a new approach to the podcast.
0: Yes, we have some interesting ideas up our sleeves, which we are very excited to bring.
1: Yeah, I think today we'll just talk about the new year and the new you, but I think we're gonna do a whole new approach to this podcast and really start pushing it towards a video podcast.
0: Right. That would be the idea, something that we can really put out on various platforms, really as an education tool, is sort of how we're looking at it.
1: Yeah, I, I did uh, my sort of first Instagram post today thinking about what I wanted to accomplish this this year, and education is kind of what I think needs to really be forwarded through our podcast, through uh, our patient education materials, uh, through any of our social media. I really want education about plastic surgery, what it is, how to approach it, and how to get great results. That's the focus.
0: And I think that it is is especially... critical right now because there is a wealth of information out there and much of it is disinformation, <laughs> especially when it comes to plastic surgery, because the rumors and the fallacies and just the plain out lies <laughs> and marketing that happens in plastic surgery is terrifying. And we can certainly link other podcasts we've done, you know, on like board certification and plastic surgery and various things like that. But yes, the idea of these podcasts is to inform other plastic surgeons as well as mainly the listeners. Of and, course, you know the the prospective patients on legitimate plastic surgery.
1: It's hard to it's hard to discern what is uh, the true information if there is such a thing. The uh, my patient was just here and she had a deep plane facelift, and she was at two three weeks after surgery marveling at how great she looks and her kids said it and her you know one of the folks around town said it and she kind of said my friends who've had facelifts don't look like this ever (laughs) i said that's because they didn't have this type of facelift and that's a problem when information just gets lumped into baskets you know just because botox gets sold in units doesn't mean that botox is delivered the same way
0: no not at all and we have a, another podcast we can link to <laughs> about that no as joke. well yeah no it's it there is a lot to know about plastic surgery and certainly you know you could go down a deep rabbit hole on any given topic or subject but hopefully you know some of these podcasts will just be helpful to get the basics and the foundation of any given procedure, and then you can start to really ask you know, the informed questions based on, on what you hear.
1: Well, since it is a new year and we think you should work on a new you, what would be your approach? If you were just sitting there thinking to yourself, you know what, this year I want to be better looking on December 31st than I am today on January 1st or 2nd, whatever we are now, if you want to really look over the year, how would you as a consumer – of plastic surgery services, products, and and surgery, how would you approach the year?
0: So that is, that's an excellent question. New year, new you, blah, I hate that expression, but it's very fitting for what we're doing right now. And I think that we have to look at this particular new year, new you moment of time through the lens of COVID-19, because we are definitely very much still dealing with that. And so that puts a little bit of an extra spin on what you can and can't do, not can't do, but what you can do, I guess is a better way of saying it. So, we mentioned this briefly before, but a lot of people are staying home right now. You know, they're still not going into the office, they're working from home. Here in California, we still have mask mandates, everyone has to wear a mask everywhere they go. So, this is really the time to, I would say, start focusing on your skin. So much of what we can do as plastic surgeons predicates on the fact that you start with good skin because you can do your amazing deep plane facelift but if the skin that you're moving is dry dull cracked it's not going to look near as fantastic so now is the time it's winter you're not getting as much sun you're staying at home because of covid do those procedures that require some downtime for your skin so that's going to be the lasers it's going to be the photo facials Um, these are the things that I I would probably start focusing on in these beginning months
1: what about uh if you're planning to have surgery in the pandemic which a lot of people are by the a way a
0: lot of people are
1: uh specifically for the reasons i think we've talked about before yes. the fact that they're stuck at home they can't travel
0: stuck at home not
1: spending a lot of money yep. on anything anyway nope. and so the people that are uh able to you know muster the the funds and the time and the effort to do this are doing it because now's the time you get you're wearing a mask you're doing you know you don't have the ability to go into the office so you're working from home all those things have led to you know an uptick in in sort of facial aesthetic procedures sure. for me for sure but even the body procedures yeah. too people are doing them because they 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 can't go anywhere time. they
0: have the time to recover they're not making those big trips the vacation trips to europe or cross country or wherever they were going to go before so yeah they have the time and the resources yeah
1: i mean any you know it, it, you you have that sort of uh kind of push to like well mm-hmm. this is probably this is the time, time to do it you this know? is the time if i was going to get a facelift looks like we should do it
0: right and so that would be the next thing i would be looking at if we have any kind of facial procedures facelifts, rhinoplasty, brow lift, I would start looking at that in the beginning of this year as well. I would put the emphasis on the skin, give a good six to eight weeks of getting your skin in top shape, and then start transitioning to doing your facelifts, rhinoplasty, face procedures that, again, you can sort of stay home and hide for a little bit while you're recovering.
1: For sure. And, And of course, there's always the ultimate excuse. I might have COVID and then yeah. and nobody wants to see you. 10
0: days. I, I, <laughs> Let me just, it's, it's, I, I just ten need to days, figure it I'm out. I'm not sure I was exposed. So I'm just going to be safe. You know, I'm just going to stay at home.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't use that excuse, actually. People get pretty freaked out. But uh, but I have had people who've done that. I'm pretty sure. I'm, pretty, I'm sure. pretty sure they have. And that's not a good excuse because, you know, COVID, it's just, it's bizarre to me. Just on a, on a side note, it's bizarre to me who gets really sick from covid-19 and who gets like the sniffles
0: it's it a, makes it's, no sense it's a very odd virus I, it doesn't it doesn't follow the rules no you know
1: that that is where i think that there has to be some sort of predisposition to the to the disaster version of this disease Ver, you know something genetic that we don't know about yet that we'll find out you know it'll come around and we'll find out that people with you know this yeah genetic right. makeup are the ones that when they get this and this is why because it sets off this or sets off that. Um, I don't know. It's just it, it it's bizarre to me. But I mean the mo the bulk of the people that I know who have gotten COVID nineteen have had the sniffles, a headache, a little bit of fever, right. kind of a sore throat. They felt crappy for a day or two. I've only had a few people that have gotten really sick, and they they were they were people that were in age ranges and with disease problems, that would have said, yeah, that the flu would have been dangerous for them.
0: Right. There is a certain cohort of people, certainly, that are expected to do worse no matter what. But we digress.
1: Yes. So back to Thank the Christ. back to what to do this year, because I I'm, other than
0: uh, don't get COVID.
1: <laughs> other than don't get COVID, which you really should, you should avoid this at all costs. You know, that, by the way, like a lot of people find out that they've had it already. Kind of impossible, right? It's now. impossible. It's a pandemic. People don't understand the word pandemic means. Like you're getting it. Like yeah. just it, wait your yeah. turn. It's coming.
0: I know. I have my friends that are like persevering. How could I have gotten this? Where did I get it from? I'm it's like, pandemic. you never going to know. You're literally never going to know. That is the
1: definition. <laughs> Of pandemic. You're going to get it. <laughs> yeah. You do everything you can to try to avoid it. But. There it is. It, it's going to happen. I mean, that that's how these diseases work, you know. And, you know, the sooner this thing gets taken out, the better. Um, but anyways. I got to say, on in terms of what to do now, a, and, you know, once again, I will mention that as a luminary for all my lasers, I am loving this Opus machine.
0: The Opus machine's pretty awesome. It's
1: insane. Yeah. It is tightening. It's microneedling, It's shrinking skin. It's yeah. resurfacing. It is a skin treatment that is totally new and different. You know, I, I would have had to combine three modalities before to do what this does in one, and the results have been crazy. We're really loving it
0: so when are you getting yours
1: February Mr. I'm all new set year, up I know I'm definitely doing <laughs> that. speaking I look, of I, not only am I doing that I'm thinking about some other stuff too I, mean, I I can't stand what's happening in my face it is like falling apart in front of my face it's terrible I
0: don't know you got your Botox touch up you're looking pretty nice the
1: Botox is good thanks That's yeah good. Kyra nailed that for me I I, I I, just couldn't take it anymore <laughs> I was like you, you have to I made her come in on Thursday on New Year's Eve to do my <laughs> just to do my, to do my t- it's
0: an emergency. I mean I
1: used it as like there was a patient that was coming in mm-hmm. I needed assistance but I really needed her the botox. it was just it was awful it was getting worse <laughs> by the minute so thank you kyra for the emergency botox uh but yeah i mean that's that's the thing is that opus is a great way to go there's uh you know just doing straight resurfacing is key my yeah. feeling is and, and and my two uh major league injectors And laser uh, folks, you know, Kyra and Orla, they're feeling like if you're going to do resurfacing, why not do the opus? Because you're getting the shrinking of the skin with the radio frequency, too.
0: Yeah, I would definitely would agree. I'm probably going to be doing some of my own resurfacing in the next few months, and then that brings us sort of, you know, to the spring and summer months, which is typically in any given year when we see our increase in the breast and body procedures. <laughs> Everyone's Crazy. getting ready for summer; they're shedding their winter skin, their winter body, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, where are these extra pounds come from?" Especially lipo now, and breast right? Implants breast implants and lipo are. The rage in April. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like, <laughs> it is all we do. You got to like get an extra lipo machine because it's just going so much. But, but I mean, it's true. It's like you get your implants, you get your liposuction, yeah, you your tummy give tuck, it, whatever. Like a
0: good six weeks. I tell patients six weeks before you really plan on getting out there in your bikini and going on vacations, give it a good six weeks because you need at least that. Sometimes it's even a little bit more if there's a hiccup or, you know, something happens. So at least six weeks before you plan on doing any kind of, you know, bikini showcases and hopefully by this summer you know things will be starting to turn around from a covid standpoint the vaccine will be starting to kick in a little bit more so uh, hopefully some of these restrictions we have in place will be letting up and you know you can go to the beach go to amusement parks go on vacations like you know show off your new body
1: i think that that is fair advice i mean it is that that march april axis that is like the key time to do all those, yes. you know lipo, tummy tuck, breast procedures. It just is, you know. People feel it. They they finish up winter and they're like, eh, crap oh, it. yeah, girl, <laughs> yeah, now it's time. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> do something about this. It's like, you know, the the gym can do so much, but you know, if you really want to make a, a like a a change, that liposuction, especially. Love my laser lipo, but uh, doing all the all the things, the diet, the exercise. You know, focusing on that, but really with the procedure, you can make you can a make massive amazing.
0: change. So if you're even at all thinking about doing something breast, well, mainly breast, breast and body coming up in the spring or summer, you really want to be at your goal weight. So whatever that is for you. And you have to be realistic about it. Because I have some patients that are like, oh, I really want to do this, but I want to lose like 30 more pounds. I'm like... That's great if that's yeah. realistic. If <laughs> in you,
1: your dream,
0: you know, like yeah, that sounds amazing. Pounds, like,
1: give me a break. But
0: like, maybe ten is a realistic goal, yes. and that's your natural, healthy yes. body weight. So if you are eating right and exercising regularly, and that's just your healthy weight, then perfect. Let's go on and do the lipo But really, you want to like sort of put in the time and effort, you know, these next few months to really get at whatever your healthy goal weight is, and then you'll be a good candidate for your tummy tuck, your lipo whatever it might be. And then certainly going into the summer months, that's when I definitely see a lot of my students coming in for things. So that's the rhinoplasties. I see a lot of breast reductions in college students around that time. So it's the kids that have a break from school to do some of these bigger recovery procedures. I do see an uptick in that in the summertime as well.
1: Yeah, like May, June, and the first two weeks of July, basically July 18th was sort of the, the day that everything I just do so much rhinoplasty. It's yeah. insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have like, the same thing. It is like it is rhino <laughs> pandemic <laughs> period. It's like nuts, but it's good. I mean, it's I love good. it. I love doing. You know, I do five, six a week, maybe more sometimes. But that's kind of the the key time, and it just it's really fun. You know, it's it just, is. I love it. I love doing rhinoplasty, and, and the the results for the kids are just amazing. And and it's not just the kids. It's like. You know, m- people always say, "What's the youngest you'll do a rhinoplasty?" Well, it's it's really when the the teenager is mature enough to ask for the rhinoplasty, can articulate what they want, and their facial growth is pretty much it has finished. to be stopped. Yeah.
0: Girls, that's. Fifteen ish. I think so. Boys, seventeen, eighteen, seventeen,
1: eighteen for yeah, the boys. I mean, I'll, I'll, I don't like to do sixteen-year-old boy.
0: No
1: rhinoplasty because their face is going to change so much. So much. But if their hump is just like egregious <laughs> and and angry, and then oh, I have and to, it's causing I have them problems, the, <laughs> then we can then then do it. Then you have to step in with the caveat.
0: <laughs> you may, you may, may need another one because <laughs> it may sure. grow back.
1: <laughs> but I mean, some. I mean, you know, there are some that are just you. you have to help. You, need you to can't it. leave it that way. It's not nice. Well. <clears throat> one other thing about uh about the new year new you how does one go about making a plan do they come in for a consultation do they you know do some reading online do they you know what's the what's the best way to kind of you know cuz i i always make the argument that if you go to You know, you go to your doctor, you go to the dentist, you you know have certain things that you do regularly. That aesthetic should be one of those things that you do regularly, so that you can always look your best. Because people get you know incredible boosts in confidence when they look their best. It is not subtle in terms of their confidence and their attitude when they feel. I I mean, I feel better having this Botox in my head. You know, I like it's a small thing, but you know already it's like oh, you know, it looks better. You know, I don't look as as shaggy and droopy (laughs) of an old guy that I am with the Botox on board it's a very noticeable change so for somebody that's sitting there wondering you know how do you even start to approach it I mean I, I agree with you start with your skin and work in from there but who directs them do they call the rock spa do they call you do they come in what what do you think is the best way to go about it
0: Number one, you listen to this podcast.
1: Well, the podcast is key. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, you binge the entire thing. You want to learn about plastic <laughs> surgery? It's here. We get it.
0: But in seriousness. No, I think going to your plastic surgeon with that specific request. Because you can certainly go to your plastic surgeon and just say, well, what do you think? And you might get like a shotgun approach of like things that they would love to do for you. But they might not understand what you're trying to ask. Like, So you have to go and specifically say, I want a timeline of ways to look my best how do I start and every plastic surgeon's office is going to be set up differently here we have the rock spa so if it's you know you want to start with your skin I would tell you everything I know but then I'd probably direct you to Orla who could really line up a specific plan and timeline for all of her procedures and then some plastic surgeons offices they do it themselves they don't have anything so they may offer you different different paths but I would go and specifically tell your plastic surgeon I'm looking for a timeline for this year for the next six months and and work it out you know yeah. it's it's not an unreasonable request and your plastic surgeon would probably love it like someone who's on Definitely. board and dedicated kidding me love that
1: yeah i mean you gotta have a plan for it because you can't just do a little botox here and a little filler there and you know think it's gonna all come together and look
0: amazing no you there need is a, plan. a comprehensive
1: approach and, yeah. you sh- and you gotta have that and you gotta have a You got to work with a plastic surgeon in an office that thinks that way too, because not, you know, some, some offices is just like, we do rhinoplasty here. That's it. You know, anything else go somewhere else. Um, you know, we sort of have a, you know, a one-stop shop and we have different people that do different things. So it's not, you know, all of everything coming from one person. And that, that is also important because how could you possibly be focused on everything and be good at everything? It's just like, I, I, if I want lasers, I'm having Orla do it. I'm having Kyra do it. They do lasers all day yes, long. Yes, I agree. All the time. That's that's what they do. They do injectables. You know, that's you know, I I don't know that I could really do a great opus treatment at this point. It's a new machine. You know, I've used it a couple of times and I can do it, but I would defer to Kyra and Orla who are Absolutely. already doing tons of it.
0: I mean, that's what they do. We do surgery. They right. are the experts at, at the non-invasives and the non-injectables, and I'm totally comfortable with that. Like that's perfect it is you need it, someone who's dedicated to, to that and what they do all day is that for sure so i mean i'm on board with that so
1: basically they gotta you gotta call up and come in here i think of it as a difference between
0: you. like you know if you have a trainer which would be nice i'd love to have a trainer but a trainer would give you like a plan right for- so today we're doing cardio you know tomorrow we're doing pilates the next day we're doing this and they have a, a Plan for you and for your body and for your whole routine versus like what I'm doing right now. Oh, today I'm going to do some yoga on YouTube. Tomorrow I'm going to go for a little, me, I don't know, I'm tired. I'm not going to do anything today. <laughs> you know, like.
1: I'll I'm have some of this piece chocolate cake it. actually. Yeah. Instead.
0: <laughs> Whereas when you have a trainer, think of that plastic surgeon as your trainer. Someone your trainer. who's going to like keep you in line and have a time schedule for you and a plan because they know the whole comprehensive system.
1: Well, if I'm a aesthetics trainer, I'm gonna have to get some abs. Because those <laughs> trainers on Instagram, they have abs. The, they oh, they've okay. got abs like like you know what though? That's their job. So if that were my job, I, no, I still wouldn't have abs. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just just not possible. <laughs> those guys, you know, those guys are ridiculous. But good for them. Uh, so yeah, that's it. Get yourself an aesthetics trainer. Get a plan for the year, and uh, and have a lot of fun. So since you brought us in, you should bring us out on this one, Doctor Ravallo.
0: Well. Thank you for listening. Thank you to all of our listeners. This is the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast coming to you from the 90210.
1: The Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast is brought to you by Rock Spa. This is MediSpa located both in Beverly Hills and Newport Beach, providing services such as Botox, fillers, lasers, and all therapy, as well as hydrofacials and all the aesthetic products you could possibly need. It's run by the medical director, me, Dr. Jay Calvert. Rock Spa, Beverly Hills is located at 120 South Spalding Drive in Suite 340, Beverly Hills, 90212. The phone number there is 310-777-0496. And Rock Spa, Newport Beach is located at 1617 West Cliff Drive, Newport Beach, California, 92660. The phone number there is 949-640-1111. You can go to their respective websites, rockspanewportbeach.com or rockspabeverlyhills.com. Rock, Spa Beverly Rock Spa was created to help my patients maintain their aesthetic beauty in between whatever operations they have throughout their lives. It's something that allows patients to come in, get their facials, skin treatments, take care of all the Botox fillers and lasers that they need to keep up their beauty and if they've invested in any of the aesthetic operations I perform, it's the way to maintain those operations. If you mention this podcast, you will get the members pricing for your hydrofacial. The Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast is the way that Dr. Ravello and I talk about the issues that are important to us in plastic surgery. But there's nothing better than getting to take care of our patients and do plastic surgery. Our practices are located in Beverly Hills, and I also have a satellite office in Newport Beach. You can learn about my practice at drcalvert.com, and you can reach my office by calling 310-777-8800, and that will get you an appointment either in Beverly Hills or at the Newport Beach office.
0: My practice is located in Beverly Hills. Our office phone number is 310-954-1355. You can also contact us directly through the website, which is rovelloplasticsurgery.com.
1: We look forward to seeing you in the office for some aesthetic tune-ups.